Hi guys, come on in. I'm gonna start off with a quick prayer while everyone begins to jump on. Father, we thank you for this time of fellowship. We thank you for this time in your presence, oh God. We thank you, I ask that you touch each and every person that gets on this live, Father God. I thank you now that they get what they need from it, Father. I thank you now that it illuminates their understanding, oh God. I thank you that they're able to take away something from your spirit, Father, directly, Father God. Give them a, di a direct downpour, Father God, a direct um, impartation, Father God, for their specific situations. In the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you and we glorify you on today, Lord God, and we just ask that you just flow through this live. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for jumping on. I'm going to ask that you like, sh share, tag um, some friends, some family, anyone who may be in need of just an encouraging word or just who just wants to know more about serving, about being a servant, about being a servant leader. Um, so as you guys know, I recently released my book, Well Kept. They are now back in stock and available for order through the DM of the Well Kept page in which most of you are watching this live. So DM me if you'd like to purchase a book. Um, just for clarification, so I was reading through the book as I was preparing for this live and I wanted to just clarify for some of the people who have gotten the book already. Um, so there is a lot of, when you hear leader, um, when, when you read the word leader in the book, it refers to anyone in, in a authoritative position in your life, whether it's your parents, whether it's your boss, whether even it's, if it's in someone's society, whether it's the president, regardless uh, if they are in some form of authority in your life, it refers to them. Anytime you see the word servant in the book, it refers to you. Anytime you receive, see the word armor bearer in the book, it refers to you. An armor bearer spiritually is someone who bears the armor for, for the person who they're assigned to serve. So for our parents, we, we bear armor for our parents. We are to protect our parents. They protect us as well, but we are to protect them, the people, um, even in relationships. So if, if you're a woman in relationship with a man, the leader would be pertaining to your husband. Um, and the servant or the armor bearer will be pertaining to you as the wife. So I just wanted to clarify that I, I was reading through the book and I, and I, it came to my mind that there may be some discrepancies for those who don't know that. So we're going to move on. We're going to be quick tonight. We're going to, you know, I'm going to release everything that I have for you tonight. We're going to be talking about honor, 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 honor. So when you think of honor, you know, you think of acknowledgments and, and achievements and things like that. So I want to start by talking about what honor is. So honor is great respect and recognition of someone and the things that they've gone through and the processes that they've gone through. Now, we often use the words honor and respect interchangeably which they they are they do run parallel but they're kind of different and I want to kind of delve into that uh very quickly because respect is due regard. Respect refers to your behavior towards someone. So everyone is due respect. 
Everyone is due respect. Um, I, I, my mom always taught me the same respect that I give to the CEO, I give to the janitor. And I've lived by that and I've held true to that because we are not to be respecter of, of persons because it is what it is. You're a human being. You deserve respect. I'm not, who am I to treat you less than who you are? Or, you know, the life that God has given you. So that's respect in, in a nutshell, very general. A respect to, is due to, respect is due to anyone. Um, but when we talk about honor, we go a step further. Because when, in, in order to honor someone, you must have a personal relationship with you. They must have some kind of personal impact on your life in some way, shape, form, or fashion. They, they have some kind of impact on your life. So, um... When, when you think about honoring someone, you're honoring, by definition, their achievements. But I'd like to say we're honor, I, I honor the process that you've gone through to get where you are. So if it's a spiritual leader, if, if, you are, if you wear the title of a prophet or apostle and God has put you into that position... You have gone through the process. You have withstood the test of time to be able to wear that title. So out of respect and honor for the process that you've gone through, I honor you, man or woman of God. Let's take it to, to even, even natural. When we're in a courtroom, we go to court, you know, all rise for the honorable judge, whoever. They are due honor because they've gone through the process and they've they've taken the necessary precautions. They've 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 grinded. They they've been shooting in the gym regardless of who was there or not. But because they put in the work to get where they are, they are due not only respect but honor. So honor just takes it a a, a another level. It, you are honorable because you have gone through the process. You are honorable because God has honored uh, his promise to you to, to sit you down in that position. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do for me. This is my perception of, um, you know, what you do or there are things that make you honorable. However, we are to honor the office. The office of the judge, the office of a prophet, the, the office of an apostle, the office of a mother, the office of a father. We hear a lot, honor your mother and father so that your days may be long. Honor them. Whether they are good parents or not, we're still commanded and commissioned to honor them. Now, that's hard for a lot of people. And, and I must admit it was hard for me as well because, um, you know, when, when, you, when you have an ought with your parents and you feel like, oh, they didn't do all that they could to ensure that I had a good life or they didn't give me the time that I needed or that I required to be developed on the right level or my father wasn't there or, you know, my father left us or, you know, whatever the case may be with you and your uh, biological parent-child relationship, whatever you feel, we're still commanded to honor our parents because they without them we wouldn't be here and with if they had not gone through the process of doing the do and mom had not gone through the process of going through labor then 
we wouldn't be here. So we have to honor them for their sacrifice of love and of, of labor, whether that continues on throughout our however many years of living or not. But the fact that they went through that specific process gives them, we, we must honor them for that. So we must honor the people who God have put in, in authority in our lives. And it's not always hard. And I must admit that I've had uh, issues with, with honoring authority. And it wasn't pretty, but I, you know, the understanding that I have now from my own personal study, I didn't have that understanding then to be quite honest. However, um, even when it came down to parents, when, when I had, when I did get a revelation of, you know, what was being required of me, I still did not take it to the next step to honor them for what they had done and to honor who they were supposed to be in my life. So honor and respect we to kind of separate the two now to and i i mentioned earlier to honor someone you it has to be it's usually personal it's direct if a person that you honor has access and direct and the ability to have direct impact on your life your parents have the ability to have direct impact on your life. A judge has the ability to have direct impact on your life. A police officer has the ability to have a direct impact on your life. And regardless of how we feel about these people in these positions, they are due honor. And, you know, we, we don't, that, that's a hard truth for a lot of people. It is. It's just a hard truth for a lot of people. Um, so who we talk, we also, you know, touch very briefly about who is it that we should honor? Everyone in a position of authority. Everyone who is able to have a direct impact on our lives. Everyone who has our answers. I honor you. You are special to me and I recognize and I appreciate that you have been put in a position to help me succeed. You have answers for me. If it, Whether it's one answer, three answers, a hundred answers, you have an answer for me. So I must respect you enough. The enough part is where the honor comes in because everybody is due respect, remember? But I must honor you enough to be able to sit and be in your presence and have some kind of direct connection to be able to receive what I need. Um, so very quickly, what does honor really look like? Like what does it look like? What does it mean to honor? How, what are the actions? Because remember respect is a behavior, but honor starts in the mind. Because if I believe that you are honorable, then I'm gonna naturally honor you. But if I does, but if I don't believe that you're honorable, then my posture is gonna tell us. Because regardless of what we say, our posture usually tells on us. And if you are good at hiding your natural posture, but and you and you're encountering someone who's able to discern, then your spiritual posture will tell on you. So what happens when the person who has your answers, who you're supposed to honor, are not being honorable? What do we do? 
Where, how do we overcome that roadblock? That is a roadblock, especially when we allow to, uh, we allow offense to creep into our hearts. How do we get over that obstacle to be able to continue to honor and to get, get what we need from the person that we don't like, that we don't respect, that are not being respectable, who are not being honorable? What do, what do we do? When, when we need money to go to the movies and our parents are, you know, touching our last preserve nerve. So y'all just, you and mom and dad just had a big blow up, but you still want to go to the movies. You still want to, you know, go hang out. And out of respect, you're not going to just, you're, you shouldn't. Just walk out and, you know, do what you want to do. So how do you get past that offense without being fake and phony? Because being, you, being fake and phony can, will get you a temporary result, will get you a temporary fix. But you're going to have to cycle right, right back around to the same thing. You're going to have to deal with it. So it's easier to just deal with it up front than to wait and, you know, just call, just prolong the process. So... How do you how do you get past that? Because honor starts in the mind. If I don't feel that you're being honorable, then it's hard for me to honor you. Where 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 do we go from there? Where do we move past that point? If I don't let's take it a step further. If I don't feel that you are being a good spouse, Am I to still respect you as the spouse that you are? Because we've gone through the process, and I'm talking about marriage. Because we've gone through the process, and you've gone through the process to gain that title. What happens when I don't feel like you're being a good friend, but you need me or I need you? Is that going to hinder you from doing what you're supposed to do? Is that going to hinder you from being a good friend? Is that going to hinder you from being there when they need you there? So let's talk about what honor looks like. Because there, it's been modeled and there are examples for us, even you know throughout the Bible. I want to use the Bible as, as my example because, you know, um, everything was modeled. There's nothing new under the sun. Everything was modeled out for us. So the idea of honor that I want to uh, look at is Saul and David. So just a quick backstory for those who don't know the story. Uh, David was called to serve Saul. So let's say a, a father-son relationship. David was called to serve Saul. And, and um, David was also called to be, um, to take Saul's place eventually. So once David began to get recognition, Saul turned on David. Because your successes can trigger other people's insecurities. But that ain't your fault. Especially not if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing by the way you need to be doing it with, you know, you, you are pure, with pure hearts and pure motives. That's not your problem. 
But just so, you know, you're not out here like, oh, well, why they acting like that? You talking to your friend and you like, oh, girl, I passed my test. I did this and I did that. And they just all, all they, they mood switch, they vibe change, they, they, they posture change. And it's just like, you're supposed to be happy for me. Why, why are you salty? Like, we supposed to be on the same team. We ain't in competition. Okay. So, yes. So, David, I mean, Saul turned on David. David was serving Saul. Saul was king. So, he already has the position. But, David is called to serve him. And David honored Saul as a man of God. Now, there are three things that I pinpointed that was modeled by David because he behaved well. Saul tried to kill David, but he continued to serve him and to honor him until he was released or until he got a release from God. So, you know, when I first read about this story, I'm like, who finna stick around serving somebody helping somebody why they trying to kill me you throwing spears at my head trying to chop off my neck and i'm i'm trying to help you and i'm just gonna stay there and i'm gonna continue to not one time not two times but continually you are trying to harm me you're trying to kill me why 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 am i gonna stay with you like that sounds crazy to me. I don't know if it sounds crazy to y'all, but it sounds crazy to me. But, you know, you got to use wisdom. So you have to use wisdom. You have to behave wisely when it comes to situations like this. You have to behave wisely with those who you honor because you, you must remember that it, everyone in a position of authority was placed there by God, whether you like it or not. As many people don't like Trump, you know, whether you voted for him or not, all authority is ordained of God. So there's a reason why he there. That, you know, there's, some, there's a reason why he's there. And whether we like it or not, you know, we have to be mindful and behave wisely. And that's what David modeled in this story he modeled behaving wisely when the odds are stacked up against you he he modeled the epitome of honor honoring those who god says honor honor in spite of nevertheless that's my word for the week y'all I, I got a word i got a prophetic word and and i'm still i'm holding on to that one word nevertheless in spite of despite of regardless of Nevertheless, he behaved wisely. So, um, so number one, David feared God. So, if you, 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 if you fear God, ain't nothing that man can do to you to 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 invoke fear in into your heart. There's nothing that you know man can do because David is known as a man after God's own heart. So, you if you know who you are and you know that you are doing what you're supposed to be doing when you're supposed to be doing it, there's nothing that no one can do to, to cause you to fear or to move 
out of your rightful position. So you're a boss on the job and everybody's salty that you're the boss. You, are you going to step down? You're going to demote yourself just because everybody feels some type of way? You're going to demote yourself just to please everybody else. You're going to let your own household go lacking because of somebody else's feelings? No, I don't think so. David feared God. A real fear and reverence of God will keep you in the right posture, in the right posture of honor, regardless of whether the person in authority is being honorable or not. Secondly, David feared the repercussions of dishonoring authority or dishonoring leadership. So throughout the Bible, we also see, you know, different different times where, you know, God's wrath came down on those who were dishonorable to him and to others in leadership. So why it what what God can do to me is far worse than what man can do to me. That's just truth of the matter. It is what it is. Um, and also he understood the sowing and reaping principle. So if you know that you called to greatness, if you know that you called to be a boss, if you know you called to be a king, then you want to make sure you sow the right seeds in the right seasons to be able to reap the right harvest when it's your turn. Because everything that goes around, it comes right back around. Every seed that you sow, you're going to see a harvest from it. And, nine times, and the harvest is always greater than the seed. So if you sow negative seeds, if you be dis if you are um, intentionally or willfully being dishonorable to your parents, to your boss, to your spouse, to anyone in leadership, there will come a time where you're going to have to reap that. You're an employee now, but when you become an employer, when you come to boss, when you become the CEO, the same way you treated your boss is how your employees are going to treat you. The same way that you were lackadaisical with your bosses is the same way your employees are going to, you know, be for you. The same way you cheated your boss out of time and, and resources is the same thing you can expect out of those who are called to work for you. So we got to always keep in the back of our mind, I'm going to behave wisely and be in and, and honor to in excellence because I'm going to have to reap what I'm sowing. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to deal with the same thing that this person or these people or this company is dealing with. And we got to always, you know, keep that in the forefront of our mind to make sure that, you know, when, when we want to um, respond out of our flesh or when we want to uh, just not, just not, sometimes you're just not in the mood, but when you want to just not do it anyway, because... When it comes down to you and your company, you done built this empire. And when you were called to help somebody else build their vision and build their empire, would you want the same people? Would you want yourself working for you? Just ask yourself that. Think about your work ethic. Think about the things that you put into your work. Think about the seeds that you have sown in, in, in past positions and previous jobs, past relationships. Would you be okay with this with yourself working for you? Fathers, would you be okay with your daughters dating a guy like you? Mothers, would you be okay with your daughters acting the way that you have acted? It's a hard pill to swallow. So...
we have to behave wisely. We have to always be mindful of what we're doing and, and the seeds that we're sowing and even our response and our reaction to certain to, to certain things and people because the word says that when the spirit of the leader rise up, don't leave your post. So if I'm called to if I'm called to serve you and you have a moment where you just all out of whack, it's not right for me to just leave you hanging because you had a moment, because you had a moment of nakedness, because I done seen some of your weaknesses. No, if I'm called to serve you and you're you and I honor you and I truly honor you, I'm I'm gonna shut up. When you leave, I might be talking again, but I'm gonna shut up and I'm gonna get the job done because that is what I'm commissioned to do. That is what I've been commanded to do because I honor you, because we have a personal relationship, because I want to see you win and I believe you want to see me win because I I have a, a, a greater respect for the process that you've gone through to be in the position that you're in. And I can't take that away from you. You can't take that away from people. You can't take away your boss's credentials. You can't take away, you know, the, the president, you can't, we can't remove the president. So let, let's go a step further. Let's talk about some tips to, to, to honor. Why we honor. I honor because the word commands me to honor leadership, authority, period. I honor my mom and my dad and my mama got a mouth on her. My mom got a mouth on her and she have her moments. And of course, as her daughter, I know her weaknesses. But I'm to still honor her. Respect is due to me just like respect is due to her. But I'm commissioned to honor her whether she respects me or not. And it ain't always easy. And it ain't always a walk in the park. But I've made up in my mind because remember honor starts in the mind. If I believe that you are honorable then my, my posture will show it. Everything starts from the head down. So if my head is, is out if my head is up, if my mind is above, then my body is going to follow. So if my so even if I feel from the neck down that you are not honorable, but in my mind, I'm telling myself in my mind that you are honorable, then my body, my posture is all automatically going to fall into alignment with my thoughts. That's why we that's a, we have to make up in our mind, you know, what who we are, what we're doing and who this person is to us. My mentor, my spiritual leader, my, my pastor, my, my husband, not married yet, but my husband, my, my, my mom, my dad, whether he was there or not, I'm commissioned to honor you. So I'm going to make up in my mind that I honor you. Yeah, you, you, you may have walked out on me, but I'm going to honor you because the, I got to look forward to the same thing for my child. I got to look forward to the same thing for my daughter, my that you and you, it don't always happen like that because you would think that a, a father or a, a son who didn't have a father would be the best father to their child. It's not always like that, but we have to take responsibility for our own actions. I don't care if it's a teacher, and I've been dishonorable to some teachers in my day. Now I'm a teacher. I don't teach grade school. I don't teach uh, in a classroom. But I'm a teacher. Even on my job, I'm a teacher. Because I model the way that things should be done. The best way to... to And you, you also have to be mindful of your posture when it comes to honor. Especially when it comes to your parents and your leaders. Because you teach other people how to treat them. 
So the way that I treat my mama is the way my friends going to treat my mama. The way that I treat my mama is the way outsiders are going to treat my mama. The way that I treat my, my, my leaders is the way that other people are going to treat my leaders. The people that are called to follow me, the people who I'm called to lead, they're going to model my behavior. So if they see me uh, serving and, and, and honoring my head in a certain way or my leader and the, the person that's in authority in my life in a certain way, then that's how they're going to treat me. So I want to make sure that I'm sowing the right seeds. I'm sowing seeds of honor. I'm sowing seeds of excellence. I'm sowing seeds of respect. So that's so I can reap that the same thing in return. So um I honor because it's ordained of God. I honor because it's ordained of God. I honor because it provokes favor on my life. Honor provokes favor on your life. Because just being inside, just, just doing what you're supposed to be doing, honoring the way that you're supposed to be honoring and, and serving the way that you're supposed to be serving. And remember, serving is not, it, it is a very broad. Whatever you do that's a form of service to someone is what you have to, let's take, let's, let's use a restaurant for an example. Your waitress is serving you. She serves in excellence and your tip is a form of favor to her. I serve in excellence so that so that I can receive the favor of God so that it can rest on my life, not just visit me. I needed to rest. I needed to sit down, you know, sit down. I needed to consume and overwhelm. So honor provokes favor, especially for those who God have called you to serve in any capacity and also if you don't like let, let's just let's just talk about you know those dishonorable leaders or those dishonorable spouses or those you know mean teachers and those you know unfit parents let's call it that if i don't like what you are doing or i don't like how you are talking or i don't like anything about you that in my mind deems you as dishonorable to me, it's not for me to act out of that. It's not for me to rebuke you. It's not because I'm called to honor you. I'm called to respect you. It's not my position to be like, you should have did this and you should have did that better. No. My word, I don't know if we read the same word, but my word tells me that I'm to take that, take my concerns to God. Then I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to cover you. And I'm going to say, God, this wasn't right. And and we both know it wasn't right. And listen, this, I need some answers. I need a strategic way to handle this. I need you to fix this. I need you to cover this. I need you to do what only you can do so that this doesn't happen again. Because your your posture makes a difference. We always say if, if it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Your posture makes a difference. Your, the way you say something is your posture towards that person or the situation. So, it, it's going to tell on you. It's going to tell on you. So, I don't know how long we've been on, but let's wrap it up. Oh, we're making good time. So, yeah. So, honor. Honor, nevertheless. If you are called to honor, if anybody in a position of authority or in a, in a position of leadership, 
Know that they are placed there for a reason. Know that they are ordained of God to be that person in your life and you must honor them. Saul and David, let, let's go back because it's just there. He honored him so much so till he, David was able to catch Saul slipping. He could have killed him, but because he honored him on a greater level, because he feared God, because he knew to behave wisely, because he knew uh, the repercussions of dishonoring leadership or dishonoring um, authority, period. He would not touch him. He wouldn't touch him. You've been trying to kill me. You've been throwing spears at my head. You got a bounty on my head. And I catch you sleeping. I catch you sleep. I catch you in the stove by yourself. I'm fully loaded. Glock on my side. I can off you easily. But true honor will not, true honor and respect won't, won't let you do it. So instead of, instead of killing Saul, as he could have done, he just cut a skirt so that when he go back to him, like, why are you trying? What's up? Like, what's really going on? I could have killed you. But because I respect you and because I honor you and because I love you, when you honor somebody, there is, there is a love. You, you, you love the people you honor. There is a deep reverence for the people that you honor. And you take that into consideration when you got your chance to retaliate. What, what's going to hold you back? If you're able to retaliate, if you're able to, to uh, use the weapons that you have to take that chance and slit Saul's throat, if, if you have that opportunity, what will you do? Your response in those type of situations shows just how much you honor. It shows just how much you appreciate what that the person in, in authority have done in your life. Because David got to the palace because he was serving Saul. It was already predestined, but that was his gateway. That was his answer. I love you. Regardless of what, whether you try to kill me or not, I love you. Regardless of what, how you feel about me, I'm commissioned to honor you, so I love you. So your heart's posture is your posture. Your honor is a heart's posture. And we cannot allow offense. We cannot allow unforgiveness. We cannot allow anything to hinder us from honoring the people that we're called to serve or honoring the people who God has put in the position to be honored. We cannot dishonor the process that they've gone through. We cannot dishonor the, the, the beatings and the lashings and, and just the, the labor that they've gone through because we, we feel some type of way. You, we must honor in spite of, nevertheless, we must honor who God tells us to honor. So, that's what I got for y'all tonight. And let's take some questions before we wrap it up. So we gave away a promo pack last night, or not last night, I lie. Um, 
during the last live, whenever that was, I will announce the winner of this week's promo pack on tonight via the webcam page. So if you have not already, like, share, tag this live. Any questions before we log off? Any questions? If you've never seen Honor before, where is a good place to start? I like to start with Saul and David, like I said. So Honor is, it, it, it starts in, let's say it's, it starts in the mind for me. If I, like I said, if I believe that you are honorable, then I am going to honor you. If God has told me to honor you and I don't believe that you are honorable, then I'm going to find, I'm going to have to sit myself down and do an evaluation to see why am I serving you? Why am I called to you? What purpose do you have to fulfill in my life? Because that's what I need to focus on so that I can maintain a posture of honor. You start by serving. You start by building a real connection with the person who you're called to, to connect with or to serve or to honor. The closer you, you get in proximity, the more access you have to them, the easier it'll be to honor them. Eventually, you'll be exposed to some weaknesses, but you have to be mindful and just stay focused on why you're there. Why am I, why am I here? Why am I called to, to be with this person? Why am I called to, to serve this person? Why is this person my mama? Why, why was he chosen to be my dad? What, what, um, what am I supposed to learn from this? Am I supposed to be the example for them? Sometimes that's the case. You're, you're, you're there to be the example. You don't know that you're in class <laughs> when it comes to, you know, the way that God, that I've experienced God operate. You don't know that you're in class until you're let out. Until, until the bell rings. He was like, ooh, that was a whole test. That was a whole lesson. That was a whole lot. But you don't know it until you, um, un until you're at the end. So you want to make sure that you don't miss what you're supposed to get from the person who, who you're called to honor. And remember, respect is due to everyone, but not honor. Honor, honor is 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 set aside. Honor is set aside for those people who have who play a specific role in your life. Honor is set aside for those people who are meant to have a great impact on your life. Honor is is set aside for those people who can who can facilitate the favor that that honor provokes on your life. What do you do if you were taught to dishonor a parent due to divorce? So, I've seen this before. Once you are old enough to understand what 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 the situation really is, you you want to get an understanding for yourself. You want to take responsibility for yourself. You want to if if that means 
sitting down with that parent that you've dishonored or that you dishonor and, and digging up to see the real story, to see what really happened. Because what I've experienced, not my personal story, but what, what I've seen happen is because let's say a mom and dad divorce and because mom is bitter about the divorce, she plants seeds of dishonor in the mind of the children so that they can act out towards him because she's bitter towards him in secret hopes that he will come back. So I would say seek clarity on what honor looks like for your parents. God gives us specific instructions to honor our parents. So, you know, my mom used to, you know, curse a lot. I used to get whoopings. I got my butt tore up. But I was still commissioned to honor her. So I had to forgive quickly. When you are when you have had seeds of dishonor planted in your spirit, you gotta uproot those things and you gotta learn to forgive quickly. You have to go back. Take responsibility for your actions, even if it was out of ignorance. Things done out of ignorance don't negate the, the damage that that your actions cause. Take, have, have a sit-down moment with, with, that, with that parent that you've dishonored and see what exactly the story is, what happened. And even if they are dishonorable, you want to make the conscious decision to say, because I wouldn't be here without you, which is the truth. I would not be here without you. I'm going to honor you for that. I'm going to honor you because you went through the process of consummating and, and doing whatever it took to planting and planting the seed in my mom to get me here. Or in, in if it's the other way around. But I wouldn't be here without you. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on that and I'm going to honor you for that. How does one move from dishonor to honor? You have to come to revelation. When you understand what honor is and the purpose of honor and how to truly honor, you are able to make the shift. The shift starts in your mind. The shift starts with understanding. Once you understand, you're able to act accordingly. So if I would suck, suck my teeth, roll my eyes, slam doors when I was younger, once I came to the realization that that is dishonorable because my parents are my leaders. My parents are the, the authority figures in my life and I am resisting their instruction. It's dishonorable. So I had to shift my posture. I had to shift my mindset first, but then remember, it, everything starts from the head. So once my mind shifted, my posture shifted. The way that I responded to them shifted. The way that I reacted to their dishonorable moments shifted. Can you honor someone you don't respect? Oh, I forgot to go touch that part. Okay. So, yes. You can honor someone you don't respect. And, whew, I learned this the hard way. Um... You can honor someone you don't respect because honor is a reverence and acknowledgement for 
the process that the authority figure have gone through and the answers that they have to bring breakthrough, healing, deliverance, whatever it is to your life. Because you're not going to, God is not going to connect you to someone who has no, um, no, no role, who, who has no purpose that doesn't serve your life a true purpose. So you have to honor them. So let, let's use ministry as an example. So we have these uh, pastors and preachers and that get caught up in these scandals. And we are still to honor them. When, when the anointing lifts, because that's what draws us, the anointing. But when the anointing lifts and all those flaws begin to show and all those, the attitudes begin to come out and, and, and all, this, all this stuff begin to surface, do you not honor them because they're human? Do you not honor them because they are human? You're called to honor. Remember, honor in spite of. Honor, honor is not dependent on how you feel. Respect may be. Although it's due, respect is due, honor is due to those who are in authority. But it, it, it all just starts in the mind. So why am I honoring you? You have to pinpoint why. You have to, you have to really find the why. Why am I connected to you? Why, what role do you have to play in my life? What purpose do you have to be here? Ain't no pointless relationships. This 2020. Ain't no neutral relationships. You either pushing me forward or you pulling me backwards. What purpose do you serve? What? And that there, because I had a leader that whew, was an agitator. Everything nasty and disgusting in my spirit that that God wanted out. God used this leader to agitate it. You agitate like the thing in the washing machine, it goes shh. shh, 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 shh that thing that's called an agitator it cleans out it cleans the the saint the stains and the dirt out so i'm like she ain't doing nothing or he ain't doing nothing but but aggravate me they ain't doing nothing but but getting on my nerve they ain't doing nothing but beat me up and and, and correcting me and, and and telling me what i did wrong that was because the role that they were assigned to play in my life in that season was to clean out all those stains, was to agitate all of that dirt and that filth and that gunk out of my spirit. So you have to find the purpose, find the why for why you're connected with this person. Why is God calling you to serve this person? Why is God calling you to honor this person? If God is calling you to honor that someone, then there is some favor and some blessing attached to in that connection for you. You have to put your you have to find the purpose on why that connection is and what what are you supposed to get out of this? You got to stay focused on that because that is what's going to provoke the favor on your life for being obedient. Obedience provokes favor. Humility provokes honor. Honor provokes favor. So you can respect someone, you can honor someone that you don't respect, but you, you can't be, it, it, it's not going to come from a carnal mindset.
You're going to have to shift your mindset. You're going to have to make a conscious decision on the fact that you are going to honor in spite of. Nevertheless, you're going to honor. When they spirit, when they flesh start to rise up, nevertheless, I'm not going to leave my post. Nevertheless, I'm going to honor you because you are the man and woman of God. Because you are my mother or father. Because you are my boss or my spouse. How do we encourage our spouses to forgive without pushing? You model it. You model it. You, you put it before God in prayer and you model it. The best way, I said earlier, the, the, the way to um, honor, because honor is a seed. Honor is a seed. And remember, the harvest is always greater than the seed. So if you're sowing seeds of dishonor, then the people who are called to follow you, whether it's in, in, the, in the marketplace, whether it's your children, whether it's in ministry, you're going to reap that harvest. So you have to model honor. You have to model forgiveness. You have to... Now, that doesn't mean be an enabler and let stuff slide. Address it. But forgive and forget. Because we... We say we forgive, but we don't forget, and we keep bringing it up, and we keep throwing it up. Go through the process. We can't, we can't, because honor, the people who are called, who we are called to honor has, has gone through a process. Whether we know what their process was or not, they have gone through a process of God has ordained them in, in an authorita authoritative position to be honored. They've gone through a process, and we have to trust that he has our best um, interest at heart, and we have to stand on that. So what, what we need in most of our situations and most of our trials and tribulations and most of our even warfare, what we need is a mindset reset. Shift our minds because if, if your head, if he can get to your mind, if the enemy can get to your mind or the devil can get to your mind, then everything is going to follow. Remember your head. It comes out, your body follows. It, it stays in you. Your body stay in and you're going to drown. You're going to sink. So you have to shift your mindset. You have to make positive affirmations. Be, be intentional about the seeds that you're sowing. Be intentional about your posture. I, my, my revelation on honor started when there, there were, I had two groups of people. One that I was called to honor and one that I respected at the time and honored just because and but I wasn't honoring the people who I was called to honor so I had to take a step back and I realized that my preparation process for for each party was different the people who I was supposed to honor because they were agitating my spirit and agitating them demons in that dirt that was on me and on the inside of me. I went into, even even down to when I go into their presence, I, I go into their presence, I'm already aggravated. I'm listening with offended ears. My guard is up. My mind is shut down. As opposed to somebody I'm not called to honor, I prepare myself, I sanctify myself, I wash myself, I pray before I go into your presence. But I'm not called to honor you. I'm called to honor them. So, you have to be mindful of it, it, it takes 
intentionality. You have to be very intentional about what you're doing and why. How, let's see. Okay, so I think I've answered all the questions that are on here for now. Any more questions before we log off? Okay, I don't see any more questions or, or um, comments popping up. So, I'm going to wrap it up. The winner of this week's um, promo package will be announced on the WellCat page. So, make sure you like, share, and tag people on this live and on the page and very quickly I'm going to pray us out so father God we thank you for this time of fellowship we thank you father for your importation father we thank you for flowing and moving through your people father I pray right now that everyone under the sound of my voice father has gotten deliverance in some areas has gotten understanding have gotten answers have gotten breakthrough father in the authority in Jesus name we thank you father for covering them covering their minds father we thank you for a mindset reset right now father in the authority in Jesus name we thank you now that our heads are coming out of bondage father God we thank you that our minds are coming out of bondage father God we thank you now that our shift in the in our mind father God creates a shift in our atmosphere creates a shift in our relationship so God creates a shift in the way that we honor and we serve your leadership father God your leadership our spouses our bosses father God for we know that you have called us to greater we know that you have called us to be kings and queens father so we're gonna serve the people who are already in those positions the way that we desire to be served when our our time comes father God we speak to every seed of dishonor father God we speak to every seed that was sown in ignorance and disobedient father God and we pray um, that those seeds do not reproduce father God we speak death over those seeds father God and as we go forth sowing the right seeds with the right mindsets and the right hearts clean hands and pure hearts father God we thank you now for a quick manifestation of the favor that is attached to the honor that we are pouring out in the authority in Jesus' name, we just thank you for an effective teaching, Father God. We thank you for divine connections in this season. And we just thank you that your presence has been made manifest in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. We did it again. We did it again. All right. So I will be announcing the next well-kept live date. If you have questions, if you have questions that are private, if you have comments that, that you would prefer to, um, to share in private, if you have anything concerning well-kept, any questions, any, any comments, any concerns, any feedback, that you'd like to give privately, feel free to DM the well-kept page. I want to thank you guys for coming on with me. Um, if you have title suggestions, I'd appreciate those as well. We're going to start adding people and having a dialogue. I'm going to invite some people to come dialogue with us, um, possibly on the next well-kept live. So um, if you have any suggestions, I greatly appreciate it. I thank you so much for taking the time out to spend with me on tonight for these 45 minutes to an hour to discuss honor 
And I pray that your lives have shifted and are eternally impacted by what was released tonight. Have a great night. I love y'all.